0: is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Nice to have your company
1: on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. Episode 19, Series 8, as we do. Ordering on 8 o'clock, 8 a.m., that is, on this Tuesday of this particular week. Craig Hutchison, Damien Barrett with you in the South Bank Studios. And Hutchie, good morning. And as I say good morning to you, uh, in the words of the great Nick McKenzie, one word, justice. Justice, yes. And I was thinking of you on that day. Oh, I shouldn't have
2: been because there was far bigger and more important lives at stake than yours on the day. But I know how wedded you are to the Nick McKenzie winks. <laughs> you were thinking of me in a moment. Your yeah? As- <laughs> it was your winks goes to Ascot moment on the day, whether we would be vindicated or whether his career would take a, a hit that I'm sure, not sure you would have been able to cope with. And all Actually, series- it would have been on me too, yep. wouldn't it? Yeah. So let's get in.
1: Let's get into the, in the serious side of this. Before we go off had
2: it, it's suggested a few times with our,
1: with our listeners that maybe Winx doesn't quite cut it. Maybe it's Farlap rolled into Winks, rolled into Kinks in town. There was, was high stakes in journalism. Tell me, what's your view, first of all, on. Should we, we should set it up, though. Do you want to set it up? You're a you're better setter up, other than night. No, okay. Well, th- this is the, the, the infamous um, defamation case taken by Australia's most celebrated and and storied soldier, Ben Robert Smith, against publications and specifically journalist uh, Nick McKenzie. It, it was a five year saga of. of of uh, courtroom drama and action and high stakes. We'll, we'll take it apart. We'll pull it apart. The media arm of this, the, the the companies involved in the in the fight behind the scenes, but ultimately Nick McKenzie, our man, our man, the sounding board's man, the man that I've dubbed Hutchie, the greatest journalist ever born, not just in Australia, in the history of the world, and that includes Woodward and Bernstein too, Hutchie. The greatest man stood standing on those steps of the, uh, of the court last week saying justice, one word. Let's start there. What did you think of his doorstop? It was it was Hollywood style delivery of that moment, wasn't it? If if, if you saw that scene in a movie and the way the cameras did cut away and the close ups and then the pan away shots, and the delivery and not making about himself. Now it was about him. It was all about him. And there were elements of the sixty minutes report I thought were beautifully about him, but that was on a Sunday night. But in the moment itself, it was not about him. It was about the the people who gave him the evidence. It was about the family of the, um, as it stands, murdered. Afghanistani people. Um, it, it was it was great deference on on everyone who had been with him on the journey. Was he entitled to be as strong and aggressive on the on the subject
2: as he was? I know that um, he was being sued in essence by Ben Robert Smith and and it was a spectacular fail from Ben's behalf because Ben in essence put himself on trial in a, in a version of the world but was he entitled to be as hard back, do you think? Nick, yeah. in that moment.
1: Did you think he was going to be as like aggressive on the on the steps? Oh, I think it was five years, wasn't it, of uh, yeah. of, of build-up and, and pent-up. Um, there would have been anger attached to it, I'd imagine. You never saw the anger even in that moment or, or behind the scenes before it, but there would have had to have been at some stage. and uh, Sorry, regularly, I would have thought, during it. And and ultimately, his entire reputation came down. Now, it wouldn't have mean, meant that to me, uh, by the way. It, it, it would have been you know an outcome that may yep. have gone against him, and that wouldn't have changed what I thought of him. For what it's worth, Hutchie? But at the same time, you know the way we know the way these matters then play out. If there's a negative finding officially, I know obviously this is the highest courts of the land making the decision, and it would have been, it would have been a very difficult period for him to then come back from if if it had have gone against him.
2: Yeah, that would be my only, I guess, slight asterisk on it. So I think he invited the fight, Ben. He was destroyed in in the response. It has had massive. A forever impact on his reputation. Yep. And Nick McKenzie was put through his own ringer for five years and was entitled to be feeling a bit vengeful in that moment. I I I what and I think in the reverse that same moment happens on scale, right? If Ben wins, he stands on the steps. Yep. He gives it to the the age and the City Morning Herald and his reputation. So I, I get that he invited the response. I just did wonder like it was Ben wasn't on trial, right? The
1: law of the land has not yet found him Guilty. No, it hasn't. No, and that, that's the civil part yeah, of this. The, the, st- the criminal side of it is, is, is not even in play, as far as the, we know. The, it was a civil case.
2: It was a balance of probabilities, which is a lower threshold to prove. And there was an argument that if Nick had just taken the higher ground and just made a short statement and moved on, it would have been perhaps a touch more... Um, yeah, okay. Well, that was where my mind went, was... I, I don't think he did anything untoward in that period. No, but he turned Ben into the the enemy, right? There's a point in a story as big as that, I assume, when the person goes from the subject yep. to your opponent, yep. And your ability to be um, objective is gone long ago because you are. That's who, that's your target. Yeah. You're going to take him down. Well, he's trying to bring him down in, f- in totality. Totality, yeah. And he firmly firmly believes, as clearly many others do, that he is entirely wrong in what the things he's done. And I'm not saying that's not the case. I'm not expressing any sympathy for Ben Robert Smith here at all. I'm merely stating that it, Ben Robert Smith is yet to go on trial for these, these crimes. And so it, it was a it was a it was a fierce double down on the steps, wasn't it? I, it was. I just wasn't sure he needed to go quite as far as he did in a, a dignified manner might have been to make that point, but perhaps not as demonstratively. Oh, and I think it's hard on. to hard to say
1: that he wasn't dignified.
2: Oh no, I'm not saying he was un- I'm not saying he's undignified. It wasn't like. For me, it was so like it's over. I'm right. He's wrong.
1: Yeah. Uh, and that the balance of probabilities is that is the case, but yep. it's not yet proven. If, if our listeners haven't heard it, he 's a sample of what we are talking about, and everyone, as always, and we encourage everyone to do it. Make up uh, make up their own minds.
3: Someone described Ben Robert
1: Smith to me as the Lance Armstrong of the Australian military. And I think we must now take that as as truth. Today is a day of justice. It's a day of justice for those brave men of the SAS who stood up and told the truth about who Ben
3: Robert Smith is, a war criminal, a bully and a liar. And finally, a massive thank you to Chris for believing in investigative journalism. We couldn't have done it without our brave colleagues in the newsrooms. We couldn't have done it without, without our editors. And we couldn't have done this without... The best legal team in the country. So, one word justice.
2: Now, on the journalistic side of it, it's among the best things I've ever seen. It was an unbelievable act of journalism. And I do, um, I'm glad that he acknowledged his employer at the end there because the faith, oh. the, the trust, the, the money, the money, and the, the future of the caper commitment
1: to the craft. Mm. Served all of journalism well on this occasion. And Chris, it, it Masters, was f- Chris Masters needs a referencing too here, Hutchie. We're, we're, we're not as, uh, as in yep. sync with Chris as we are with Nick, in, in our minds anyway, but yeah, he, he equally Ugh. got the story to the point of where it, uh, where it ended up. The day
2: that editors and publishers don't fight to protect that act of journalism is the day we're all in trouble. So it was a great day for Nick McKenzie. But it was an even better day for journalism,
1: I yeah. think. Can we go behind the scenes now? And, and, and let's look at the, in, in some context, actually, the, the equally big battle that was on behind the scenes. This was ultimately, when it, when it played out financially and the support and the lack of there... This was basically Channel 7 versus Channel 9. It was, yep. And, and there's no way of removing that from the, occasion, the um, equation. The Channel 9 component being The Age, Sydney Morning Herald, and, and obviously the Fairfax operations under that banner. But ultimately, it's, it's nine media now, isn't it? All of that is nine media.
2: Terry Stokes. Which turboed it further, right? Because the, the coverage was slanted in either direction based upon... The media publisher behind the act. well,
1: it was initially, wasn't it? Yep. I mean, I mean, the Herald Sun sided with the seven side of the equation for obvious reasons. With with the initial reporting, I'm, talk, I'm talking five years ago now. Yep. I'm talking five years ago now. I think in 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 they um, gave up on that. Eventually. They gave up on that eventually, yep. yeah. And I think quite fairly the way they covered it on Thursday and beyond. But ultimately, this was as old a media battle as there's ever been. And what's Kerry's move now, Damo? So, has he analyses the
2: postscript of this? And he factors in things like balance of probabilities versus the reputational damage that Ben mm. took and the potential reputational damage and knock on effect of that. What What's your, your view of his move? Well,
1: when you've got unlimited. Kerry's
2: funded the, the
1: case, by the way. Yeah. And when you've got unlimited access to money, Hachi, which ultimately can be spread through various companies, it. He can do whatever he wants, and he'll well, continue it, to do whatever he wants. Excuse my ignorance. I should know the answer to this. Is it his money, or is it public money? Well, I think his... that's yet to be properly declared. Yep. There was initially – again, I could be wrong on this aspect of it. My reading of it was it was initially a company type of arrangement, and then I think there were questions asked, and then it was removed from one company to another. As you know, he's got a 1,000 companies or dozens of companies that, that relate to the Seven West Media Group, and, yeah, I mean – He's no longer a seven employees of last week. Well, so that, that, that this was is the... interesting, yeah. He was still an employee.
2: stood down admittedly until last Friday or something. Mm. Remarkable. And then they, uh, as if there was a world who's going back to run Channel Seven in Queensland after this.
1: They they accepted his resignation on on the Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I wouldn't know how to answer that question. Actually, I, I'd be surprised if he wanted to continue funding that, the appeal. Would you? Do you think would you?
2: Think would you? that stand down but still an employee was a cloak to to uh, further funding? Was it? A, was it? A, at a was it a Um, bridge towards being able to vindicate or justify a contribution towards the case. The resignation letter? Well, the fact that he wasn't officially gone from seven until Friday. Yeah. Still an employee. You could say you're defending our person yeah. until he's proven guilty. And, and I'm sure you and could... he's yet to be proven guilty.
1: No, he is, yeah. And and he's got the right to appeal, and that's still being um, considered as, as we speak. But I'd be surprised if he if he wanted to appeal it. Would, would, would you be right now, given what's happened over five years and, and the gravity of finding? Now, I know that another set of legal eyes over a certain case, Archie, will view it very differently. That's what happens with lawyers. But I'd, I'd be surprised if they went down that path. Well, it will depend on the funding. If if it's funded
2: for him, he'll he'll absolutely appeal. Like if your if your reputation is your only, his whole life has been built around his reputation or yeah sense of self esteem based upon achievements or otherwise in wartime. If that has been destroyed and taken away from you, you will it will always fight. For it, I would think, if you have the means to. He had the means to on this occasion. He had a motivated uh, supporter and publisher, and so he rolled the dice and failed, and drastically. Mm. If, If Kerry's
1: there with a check, I think he goes again, don't you? If he's there with a the cheque, but my comment there is, I'd be surprised if Kerry wanted to roll up yeah, sleeves for be a too. second time on it. That, that, that would be my take on it. I would be. The too. damage has been done. I think, regardless of the outcome of the, of appeal, anyway, yep. um, there's enough shade over this matter right now, and enough stress and, and distress caused, um, you know, within it and 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 the spin-offs uh, particularly to it. Yep. Just before we move off, Nick McKenzie, it was the same week where there was a public public finding um, of a 450 million dollar fine to the. Crown operations again, exclusively on the back of Nick Mackenzie reporting. Yeah, it's been a fair, a fair, week. And and that that period well, too. A, if you go, it, back... well, you just
2: be done with it and do a tribute podcast to him. Why don't you just get? We'll call it, you know, Winks and Damo's tribute to Winks. Just well, do a one-hour drop. You but, can just talk him for an hour. I don't have to put a word in. But again,
1: let's just go. I can back, maybe do the edits. Let's go back to that moment. The 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 week that those stories broke. Do you recall the full-page ads that were paid for by yep. Crown and others attached yep. to Crown? Pulling apart the reporting, pulling apart the personalities involved in it, there is nothing to see here. We will we will take action ourselves yep. against people saying bad things about us. And here we are, three, four, five years later, whatever it was, like half a billion dollars nearly of fines on the back of that reporting. How long are you going to run the lap of honour with him for in this episode? Um,
2: You're like jogging around the boundary line, clapping him as he holds a cup up.
1: We'll be talking about the Hawaiian Iron Man type of time frame around this, and maybe, <laughs> maybe multiple Hawaiian Iron... Events? I've never
2: seen you admire another human being more. I'm mean, J- JB would be the only one that's in the same sort of sphere. M- maybe Wayne Carey,
1: circa 1993, yep. <laughs> in, in terms of what he did on the hey, field. It's good. It's good to have. Yeah. It's good to look up to someone, Damo. Well done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well not done. gonna. I'm not gonna push back on that, Hutchy. What about? The can other I ask your opinion
2: story? on? Yeah, I can ask your opinion on this because you watched it. I didn't on the night. To be fair, but I watched the snippets since. So, Brittany Higgins, uh, the interview with Bruce Sliman. Yep. And Channel Seven and spotlight Liam, program. And Liam Bartlett. Bartlett. Yep. yep. Yeah, so Seven had the exclusive. A lot of outcry on social during the week that Seven had given him the platform. Uh, we hear that there was a reluctance from some female interviewers to do the interview. Yeah, I've in heard the, that
1: too, yeah. And Liam Bartlett in yep. the end was, was chosen. And on that aspect of it, I saw the promos to it in the le- in the week leading into it, and, and I looked at it and thought, oh, how's this going to go? I'm assuming it was a paid interview. Now, I don't know that, but would you, I mean, you know the space better than I do, that would you think that was a paid interview? Yeah, 100% it would have been paid. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. it is. I then saw Liam Bartlett, who's an outstanding journalist, Archie. I love the way he carries himself, but I, I must admit, I saw the question that was posed, and you would love, I'm assuming you saw it the the way that it was promoted, um, yep. and you were big on that when we were at the Footy Show. Don't ever give the answer; just give the questions. Or, or Tim Cleary used to do that, didn't he? Like you, you, you ask the question, you then go to the cutaway of the person about to answer it, but don't give the content. I saw all that, and I thought, I'm going to watch that. But but I, but at that stage, I was uneasy about it in a in a massive way. But I wanted to watch it, and did. Did you have a prefix for you going in? I did. Yeah, you did. did. Yeah. I didn't want to believe one word that Bruce Lemon said. Did you And, and did I you believe anything he said? I ended up believing some things he said, yeah. What, yeah. Did, what did you end up believing? Um, what I believed was was the... away from the centre of the case, and that is what happened in the suite in Parliament House on the night in question. That That, that is clearly... And, and there's a lot of holes and a lot of stories attached to that. In my eyes, actually, that's just my take on it. But the the... Power at play around and behind the scenes was, was quite extraordinary. Now I think we had a, a semblance of knowledge of, of some of that, but yep. but some of the recordings, and again, you you I would encourage you to go look look back at it on, on catch-up TV, Hachi, because it was your style of reporting. There was um there was exclusive in Inverted Commas footage of of the entry point to Parliament House of the night in question. You can make your own views yep, on what I you watched, saw I've watched
2: that since yeah. on, on, on social media. And you and- can
1: see the, the entry points. You can see the exit points. You can see even footage of, of the uh, social gathering before all of this. The other aspect to the exclusivity around, just separate to the interview itself, was was access to audio um, pertaining to Brittany Higgins being spoken to by by various people of profile. And Lisa Wilkinson is one of these people, Hutchie, on tape – and, and again, there's context within a five-hour conversation, as I believe it to have been, to, to what was presented to the public inside a 30-second soundbite. But I think there's a lot of questions that are coming out of that 30-second so soundbite. This is where I would like to focus my attention. I didn't see the full interview, and I don't want to cast
2: any aspersions one way or another on the, on the subjects involved. But I just wanted to point, hone in on the journalistic act of this. Lisa Wilkinson is perceived to be, in the social clips I saw, quite, unquote, Coaching the witness in the way the interview may go down.
1: I reckon with, that's a fair word. With, that, that was with the word the, that, that I that came to my mind yep. as I'm watching it, and, and I've written it down in my notes for what it's um, worth actually to talk about today, coaching using that phrase. Coaching the witness
2: in, in media, particularly when allegations are this big, how murky an area is it? What I, what I mean by that is, as the journalist in your mind, are you entitled to sit down back of stage with the subject, talk to them about some of the things that you may or may not ask and how they may or may not want to answer them? Or, or, do you think that's taboo? Ah, uh,
1: the, the the latter, and and you and I've discussed this at, at times, and not 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 with this at stake, actually, not not with the case of this Brittany Higgins, Bruce Lim, and at stake. I'm talking about a football interview, but I, I once. Um And I'm not proud of this. And and it it didn't change anything. And ultimately, whatever went to air on this occasion, it was with a footballer who'd been in the news for the wrong reasons. And and he was asking me, with the camera rolling, which we stopped, how we should answer it. And and I I refused to provide a word or a line. Who was that? No, I don't want to say it. No, again, I might tell you off air, but I don't want to say it. And only for that person. But ultimately, I was comfortable enough for it to go to air because It was what the player wanted to say. In that moment of the camera being on, he didn't know how to say it. Um, so I, I feel I helped him through it, but I didn't, in my mind, put words in his mouth and, and I went out of my way and other people, and there was another person in on that conversation. So, you know, that still went to where under those circumstances and that person wanted those words out there, by the way, uh, in that forum. We're talking such a small scale here compared to what's at stake here with this. But getting back to your question, in my mind, Hachi, I mean, you know my, I, I question the without fear or favour element of most journalists carrying on. But there is fear, there is favour, there is favouritism. But when it gets back to, should you be putting thought processes into someone's head before they go on camera? And should you be saying, no, I'm I'm anti that in a very, very significant way. But again, I say that not knowing the full context of the full conversation. Let me ask more specific questions. Was Lisa
2: Wilkinson entitled to sit down backstage and have a pre-chat about the interview? A
1: pre-chat, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think think there's no drum with a pre-chat interview. But the pre-chat is inevitably going to go into what type of questions you're going to ask me.
1: Yeah. But, but
2: you use the word coaching yourself on what you call Well, there's or a heard. fine line between coaching, giving notice,
1: or a subtle chit chat backstage, isn't there? Yeah. Like- well, there's an assistance too. I mean, you, you use the word coaching. I'm, I'm putting this word in inverted commas too coercing. I mean, there was a question about, um, again, context is, is everything, but there was a question about can this interview or this series of questioning be supported by other people? And have you got access to politicians? And the name Elbow comes up. comes up. Tanya Plibersek comes up. And again, there's context with all of this. Jane Neal, Jane our producer here, I, I love talking with these, about these matters with Jane. Jane's got a strong view on this and she's put her hand up, Hutchie. And, and I really want you to come in on this conversation if you're comfortable too.
0: I was going to say, play the audio though of the, the politician. Let's
1: play the audio first. Do you have friendly um,
3: <laughs> MPs you know that could fire questions at question time? We could
0: find oh, them. certainly Elbow. Yeah. Um, Tanya Plibersek.
3: Yeah,
1: because we all we need like a I don't know we get Grace Tain doing the media the next day. Or you need someone who's because yeah. you, you want friendly so that they don't saturate the airtime with like yeah. you know Craig Kelly. Oh, women, you just need to suck it up. <laughs> Again, context and, and actually, that made I you mean, uncomfortable oh, when you hear the the now Prime Minister and the now Senior Minister and, and has been Senior Minister for a long time, Tanya Plibersek, involved in in. Is agenda too strong a word? Well, they, they weren't involved, were they? They were just infer that well, they, could, they, they could be dragged in. It was stated yep. as, oh, yeah, yeah, elbow and, and Tanya Plibersek, yeah. That, 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 that's a given. What, what, what else you want? The
2: reason I ask you the question is I'm not firm in my own mind on this, on the right path. So I have I've coached the witness before yeah. in interviews. I've, I've probably done it many times, I'd imagine. Well, to. I did. It depends on the forum. Like in the classified environment, which is very different to this, it means mm. nothing. But I. Pretty firm on let's not talk to the guest until they're sitting in front of you. And let's, you're massive on that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm big on that. If if you are attempting to deliver an exclusive and you have to convince the person to speak, there's often not really a path to that outcome Yeah. sometimes unless you are a little bit uh,
1: complicit or tacit in yep. the delivery of a story. So, And we both regularly talk about if you're going to drop a story, and this story was already out there, but if you're yeah. going to drop an element of a story, you need in an ideal world, multiple yep. follow-ups beyond that point, whether so, it's your own doing or other media or other outlets or other people to come in and support whatever so it is I, you are doing. So on
2: this on this basis, in this
1: particular instance, I have some sympathy for Lisa Wilkinson because
2: her support of the person and her questioning of what happened and whether her, she was being heard was part of the reason that she was able to be chosen to, be, to, to do the interview, right? Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. So Lisa's in a position where um, she's
1: – committed to a view, mm. has shone, shone a light on an issue. Was, was Lisa gaining out of it herself personally, Hutchie, for the program she was on, which was struggling that, for rating? That's she's okay. Got a, no, no, she's a journalist. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah that's okay. But, but, but was there a personal gain out of that? And I think that needs well, to be journalism is all in. personal
2: gain. Of course it is. Yeah. So that's no, that's okay. And was, there's a, there was a, but again, was, this is referenced, there was a book deal attached to the Lisa Wilkinson camp. But there's a line, isn't there? There's a line between you know, a reasonable conversation with a person you've convinced to spend time with We're you about- We're talking
1: about, about a, a serious allegation of- yeah, I don't even want to use the word, but you know what we're talking about here. It, yeah, and, and and it was it was dismissed ultimately. The the. The director of public prosecutions, if you remember, and this is part of the presentation, yep. it was dismiss well, Sorry, it was removed from the court by choice while jury was deliberating. And again, I'm not, yep. There, there are so many holes in what Bruce Lemon said happened in that Parliament House. But I come in back, my eyes, upon watching that report, I come back to
2: the um, thing I said at the start of the of the podcast around Ben Robert Smith and Nick McKenzie. It, there's a point where you go from being a journalist asking reasonable questions of subjects to being turning someone into the enemy. In the story. And I, I suspect Lisa's kind of half ended up in that spot herself. Yeah. With with Bruce being the enemy and her uh, absolute conviction on the side of the story that she wanted to from Brittany. Jane,
1: are you wanting to come in on this?
0: I... Uh, look, I just think as a woman, <laughs> if it's okay. To, no, that's, you that's,
1: know... that's why I want to have the conversation, yeah.
0: Deeply uncomfortable. Mm. I don't have sympathy for Lisa Wilkinson. Watched mm. the interview. The editing was incredible, by the way, you know, cutting between his police interview and the background yeah. tapes of them having dinner and deeply uncomfortable feeling that mm. perhaps her desire to link in the whole hashtag to global women's movement was bigger than perhaps the evidence ever was going to be yep. to support the case. Deeply, and deeply uncomfortable.
1: a platform being provided for Bruce Lehman?
0: I think he has a right to have a say. And I don't want to say that mm. I believed him entirely because if there is no actual physical evidence or DNA or a rape kit was done, he can just, you know, mm. use that as, as a chance to actually deny, deny, deny. But yeah. I thought there was a lot of believability in aspects of what he was saying, especially with Wilkinson and, and Higgins talking about, you know, he'll get pre-selected for Wentworth one day. That just throws in a whole political agenda that, whew, I wouldn't. Want to mm. say a woman would do that or go that far, but mm. it makes you think.
1: Yep, and
2: so and I'm with Jane on the the decision of Seven to do the interview. I think there was he's absolutely entitled to a platform. Yeah, everyone's entitled to a platform, and the publisher are entitled to offer the platform to whom everyone, everyone, whomever they choose. So I didn't I didn't buy into the angst of everyone saying Seven shouldn't be
1: doing this. No, I, you I you know, that been, was my reaction to it. Doesn't mean you believe what it, he says I saw or what doesn't yeah. say. I think you need to see it though, and um, and, just for your own yeah. benefit. Um, it it, it sounds. From what the clips I saw, it feels like Lisa went a bit too far. Clearly, but I don't. And again, this is not the first time this has been raised either. By the way, it's just that the way it was packaged up. Yeah. But um, if you, if you really... In this report, as a journalist, you often can test the boundaries a little
2: bit to get the story. Well, I'd, you need I'd, to test the boundaries. I choose to feel that that was the path of the two. That Lisa was going down. She just was intent on telling the story. Well, there was a book deal
1: spoken about too, wasn't there? I mean, that, with yep. Peter Fitzsimons, her, her husband. We and... haven't
2: seen Lisa on television in 2023. Do you think? Haven't we? No. Do you think this is really has it been brand damaging? Do you think for Lisa and her
1: journalistic journey? I feel it has, but she would argue, and, and Rolly so, that she's got 35, I'd imagine, years behind her of the highest calibre of journalism in, in, in various forms of it and, and many forms of it. And there's an entertainment component to it, too. So I don't think she's going to worry too much, I wouldn't have thought. But I I, I wasn't aware she hasn't been on this year. You know, I don't think that Lisa's back until 24, by the what I've read. I haven't even caught up with that. And, and it's all, its
2: linked, of course, to to this story. And um, just to how finish she it all about how she's been. Perceived. Just to finish it off, the, yep.
1: the next flight you have downloaded off the Spotlight yep. Access, and I want you to watch it. But um, I know we, it is
2: unprofessional by the way, not to have seen it by the time I came on this morning. So apologies for referencing. But Liam Bartlett, Liam I'm Bartlett, in
1: it—he—he he, he, talked about great journalism, fantastic journalism in in that whole piece because I, I felt he was coming from twenty lengths behind before he started because yep. it was probably a paid interview with someone who had been accused and, and alleged to have done I something. I think Agreed.
2: everyone deserves
1: yeah. it, it, to tell their story. Okay, here we go. Now, let, let's just let's, let's lighten it up a little bit. I, this is, we're going to talk about a court case here, but we're going to lighten it up. Channel 10 suing PVO. Peter Van Onselen, your man. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's a court case, but this Outrage. we're going to treat this one a little bit lightheartedly.
2: I've been... The Sounding Board Army have spoken. Our Twitter feed's blew up. <laughs> PVO has yet to approach us to consult for him in the case. I think that'll happen. <laughs> have at you some, met PVO. Uh, I you mean, haven't. You've talked about him for five years. I haven't, but in, and to be, I guess this is probably unfair to say, but I got an I got an email from him a few weeks ago. He's reached out. <laughs> which, he, want, which, he wants a coffee to,
1: to, for for a catch up, <laughs> which I I should do at some stage. <laughs> is it is it one that he wants to catch up to sort of set you straight or to so I, I, to thank you for giving him a profile? Maybe what? no, he's already got a profile. I shouldn't say that. Well, it looks like
2: uh, the, uh, what's the what's what's the. Uh, Oh, I'm tired. It's early in the morning. There'll be an AVO out on PBO soon. The way it's going in Channel Ten, it's... you'll be part of his, the court case. So I did. I did say at the time this didn't. This was. This didn't ring true. This exit from Ten at the time. You did, and. <laughs> He, was, he didn't want to do it anymore, but then kept writing a
1: column for news. Well, he's writing a column for The Australian. I, I picked up The Australian yep. last week after the Nick McKenzie case, because I wanted to read every word about it. And, so he was, and I saw i saw a column he was writing in it. And then
2: he's, <laughs> hes only subtly, it must be said, it wasn't like a demonstrative Channel 10 had gone to the dog style column. He did talk about the streaming and the share price, but I didn't think having read it, it was written in an unreasonably... Um, personal
1: way. Yeah. It was just comment- As a reference to Warren Buffett, and- Paramount, Channel 10 and streaming numbers not being great. That, that, that was what I took yeah. out of it. Because I went and read it too, like you did, after, after the event. Yeah, Clearly, he's still being paid by 10, right? Because they've said, hang on, you can't criticise us while you're under our employee. And I it breaches your exit. It's Andy, a non-disclosure arrangement upon the settlement. I yep. think that's what it was. So they, they've, they've launched... Legal action, which Non-disparaging points, clause, I should
2: say. Yeah, which points to them protecting their business, but also points to the fact that the relationship is not on a healthy footing. Oh, it? I think we knew that, didn't we? Yeah. I, think, I think that was already established. So they've turned on, on PVO, and PVO now is casting the role of the lone wolf. And what what are, what are we going to do without PVO on our screens every night? Because that's, I had hope for a reunion here between <laughs> Ted and PVO. Well, maybe you could offer him a job when you catch up with him. Well, this is on the agenda now. Where will he go? Like what's what ha- we thought he was set for a political run. I don't want to take sides in any legal action, Hutchie, But what's Channel Ten doing? Look, they're protecting their pa- they're- Oh, but <laughs> Someone's walked in the ch- Channel Ten. You imagine the legal department, Channel like Ten. Channel
1: they have- Ten. They're worried about what a former employee says in in a in a in an opinion piece, which again, unless I missed the context of what he was writing, was only a statement of, of fact anyway. What's the the Channel Ten legal
2: department? Uh, which is probably only a couple of people, let's be fair. The, the, the weekly whip demo. In
1: the this weekly, is Hutchie speaking, not me. The, the the weekly whip in the Channel 10 legal department. All right, let's all right. go through this week's cases. <laughs> Mo- so, meeting right. convene, here we go. I love when you get into meeting mode. So we'll what's got, happened? We've we'll yeah. got an issue here with uh, you know, CBS. Did, did someone catch up with that, with that PVO article in the Australian? The other well, day?
2: it'll be the last thing. CBS are oh. being, I reckon this, and the words come through from America on that. And we've got a. We can't do this. We how's can't do the regional television show more than How, Queensland. How's the project ratings? Oh, yeah. Waleed when? said something the other day that's upset something. When's Lisa coming back? Yeah, we've got to deal with that legal issue. Right? Anything else? Peter Fitzsimon's yeah. book. What's going on? Yeah, did anyone read that PBO column? What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We'll take it from anyone. we do not it from that bloke. We stood behind him for three years. Everyone tried to sue us because everything he said. And now you're telling us he's potting us. Put the, put the letter out. Let's go. <laughs> But it's gone to the courts. The Surely question. the courts have got better things to worry about than this. That was the, I reckon that was Channel Ten's last straw moment. Even PBO's <laughs> partners in the papers. We've just stood behind this bloke for three years and had to defend all the things he got us into. And now he's saying well, now he's saying our streaming's no good. Well, why don't we stream him a copy of this, this legal letter, quickly? <laughs> I'm looking forward to his next column. Hachi, Matt, A newspa- couple of really interesting things news in newspapers during the week, by the way. I'll be interested in your views
1: on both of these. As a ex-journalist, and ex who's still deep down somewhere in me is still a print person. Hutchie.
2: I read today in the Herald Sun at my core. I read today in the Herald Sun that the Herald Sun and the Age, or oh, you sent me this. I didn't. I didn't click on it. Yes, what is or, it? Or um, we'll come back to that. So the Herald Sun and the Age have been told by the Victorian Government Media Agency that there will be no print advertising spend in either publication from July one onwards. In no for metro- what reasons? No metropolitan Melbourne cost saving or ethical. The I, I, la- I doubt it would be ethical. The justification in the story that I read and sent you this morning said that the strategy was moving towards television and digital advertising, wow. of which both are big digital businesses, by the way. But yep. And the Herald Sun have written a letter to the agency asking for clarity. So on- it's a
1: power play. It's
2: it's a it's a money play. Well, it's unprecedented, really. Like it's the last bastion of the Dan Andrews print relationships, isn't it? It's
1: it strikes at the heart of that. Well, it's Harvey Norman and and governments around the country that seem to prop up print advertising these days. Is that is that fair to say? Harvey Norman seems to have the monopoly almost on wraparounds I got, I got and inserts. Your sure voice, yeah. But
2: yeah. If, um, traditionally, newspapers have. I'm not, this is not specific to news, but traditionally, newspapers have absolutely relied upon. The government spend. Federal government, state government, and to a lesser extent, local government spend. Um, the, s- the staff writers are back
1: here, by the way, Damo. <laughs> so uh, are, are they are they free of their, their giving votes in football match duties? Because <laughs> remember they did that two weeks ago? So this was the staff writers
2: who came, came together on this story uh, this, last night. Fears Andrew's government ad ban will hurt Victorians. How's an ad. That used to be the, the scourge of society, the government ad. Now, now it's, it's going to be I'm, a problem. I'm, I'm not going to offer any opinion. I'm going to let you do the commentary. Oh, I'll do the opinion. Oh, I'm just going to read it. Fears Victorians will miss vital safety information have been raised over oh. Andrews government ban on all public sector advertising in major metropolitan papers. Oh, so the public's concerns worse off. have been outraged. <laughs> government like... on Monday evening stated via its media agency OMD that all Victorian public sector print advertising in major metropolitan newspapers. Will cease from July. Oh, hang 1. on, so it's a government initiative.
1: The government have pulled the spendomer. You've right. been listening to the last. No, month? no. I, I thought you were saying that the papers have said they're going to divert it to the broadcast arms. No, the Andrews government have pulled all ads. Oh
2: wow! From okay. the Herald Sun and the Age. I should have read it. The Herald Sun, by the way, is Australia's biggest selling newspaper and has a total print and digital monthly readership of 4.2 million people, according to staff writers. The government did not respond to a series of questions put to it on Monday about the unprecedented move. The Herald Sun has asked the government to clarify whether the print advertising blackout (laughs) would include, and they've listed every area, bushfire, public health, family violence, major roads, public transport. Energy cost savings, particularly for oh, so the public.
1: Public's worse off now because of this lack of spend in the, um, in the
2: papers. What do, you reckon, what do you reckon the next paragraph is after the list of things not, not included? Opposition leader John Posuto said: It's a disgrace. The government needs to explain the reasons for this decision,
1: whether it's cost cutting because of the dire state of Victorian finances. Orbits of its other motives at play. So now the opposition leader is complaining about the government not promoting its chances in the next election. Okay, good on you, John. <laughs> A spokesman for Mr Andrews said the Victorian government is recalibrating advertising spending towards
2: television and digital channels. Next paragraph. The Herald Sun Australia is Victoria's most influential media brand and the most read paper in Australia from Monday to Saturday. According to staff writers. In the 12 months to March, the Herald Suns print audiences increased by 6.6 oh, 6, to 5.66. Oh, of course it it is. Now, remember where the money's going, by the way. The yeah. figure does not include the Herald Sun's rapidly growing digital print oh. edition readership. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Which the ban does not extend to digital or television advertising. It was also unclear on Monday whether it would extend the campaigns to interstate mastheads to attract tourists or business activity in Victoria. To attract tourists. In
1: Victoria. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, can I tell you what's happened here now that you've read this out to me? I thought this was up your alley. I it think. is. Now, <laughs> now you've read it to me. So this is what's happened here, so You can tell me if you think I'm wrong on this. Um... The advertising people in that organisation have got wind of this, and it's- Got wind of it. They were, they were the ones that got sent the letter. They, they've now wandered their way down or across the floor, whatever the building layout is these days in News Limited um, publications, and have made editorial aware of this, and has picked up the uh, the baton on it. It, It's as simple as that. Well, it's taking you five minutes to work that bit out, has it? Well, <laughs> do you think the public cares? You've, You've did, delivered did, that like it's a revelation. Do you think the public cares? Do you see, the public cares about that story. Yeah, though? I do. Yeah, no, they I, don't. I, I think. It's yeah, a, are you gonna? Is your life gonna be worse off for not reading an ad in a paper that no one reads anyway? No, I'll tell you why it's.
2: I'll, I'll tell you why Victorians care, right? Because, and I, I'm, I'm offering no opinion here on either side. I'm just laying this out for you, know, I want you to. I to won't have yours. opinion. We offer opinion on this show. What this, this show's about. We don't know what we're talking about. We just offer opinion. The, what the What the Herald Sun? Uh, what that is? What that article is in essence saying? I think is is this a fair and reasonable decision on public money spend, no, or is not. it, or is it a personal reaction to their consistent criticism of the state government and Dan Andrews? No,
1: it's it's a worry about the money not coming their way. It's it, that, that that's where it starts
2: and finishes. No, that's you, that's the obvious. I'm talking about the why. The question is is it part of the dispute, or is it a fair and reasonable decision?
1: It's part of the dispute and and the money, obviously, the money trail. Yeah,
2: Follow and then the money. Yeah, I mean, the age just feel like, in that, if that was to be true, then the age is collateral damage, right? You can't say,
1: oh, we're only going to spend with the age and not, yeah. Well, and clearly, too, if you're going to spend in print, you, you, you spend at the one that's still got some relevance in print. And because, and I don't mean that to be condescending to the age, the, the, the circulation numbers of the age compared with the Herald Sun are not. Great. So it, it's a collateral damage of, of the age, but it is- I'm talking print there, not, not online. It is a,
2: an amazing reflection of how far the world's come. It is, you can't imagine a government not spending money it's in a, newspapers, it, yeah. Whether you think it's a- So re- it's here now, isn't it? I'm not offering any opinion on it. If you think it's a reasonable decision or you think it's a personal decision, you, you draw your own conclusions. What you can't deny is it's courageous, right? If you pull a spend from- They'll the... still spend the money. The same company will get the money. Domo, they've said that, quote unquote, from from July one. Yeah. Other than those required under statute, there is no Victorian public sector print advertising in major metropolitan. Print newspapers. advertising, yeah, but
1: the money assigned to that budget will still be spent. They may well still spend and it, on the, it. It on may the, not be spent in the same proportion and percentage points with News Limited. It may well be spent on the. But I, I, I bet you Hutchie, the bottom line will be the same. To the same cent, will still be spent. With it the, just just won't be with News Limited, which is why I'm saying that they're just soaking it up. I don't feel you really grasped this issue quite the way I thought. I, you I think I have. <laughs> You've, you've, don't don't, you've load, me up. Up. don't load me up. Don't load me with a News Limited story, Hutchie. You want me to talk positively? You've about kept it. an obvious your way through this. So you've, I want you to, you've just wasted eight minutes talking about News Limited on it. I wanted you to take me inside the why. I think the why is really. I told you why the money's not coming for them, so they've soaked it up. That, that is the why. And you, you reckon I'm being simplistic we're in, in saying we're in that? Two different conversations. Well, why do you think? Why you, qu- anyway, I, okay, I'll I, move I on. News Limited couldn't care that there's a public issue and, and a public problem with the advertising spend, Hutchie. They're not, they don't care about the lack of bushfire messaging in this particular issue. Oh, don't worry, we are in two different
2: conversations. They, they are, that, is, that is their entire business. That is That would be the biggest red flag
1: to a bull you've ever you seen. you the business. Ad. Yeah, the money attached to the business, yep. not 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 the messaging attached to the ad. It's
2: the same thing. No, it's
1: not. Let me move on. You don't get yeah, into we'll this let's issue. move on. Oh, let on. I'll, I'll, move
2: I'll move see if Nick McKenzie's available <laughs> for a separate <laughs> drop. You'll understand yeah, well, it. Well, he, yep. he'd get to the bottom of it and, and someone it, would lose it, money out of it. Explain <laughs> this to me. Just fill me on this. Yeah. The Australian Diamond netball team reject Gina Reinhardt's
1: sponsorship. Yep. 10 or fifteen million a year thereabouts? Because of the... Reject or did she just pull the sponsorship upon being criticised?
2: No, they, they were uncomfortable. It's cl- Well, they were uncomfortable taking the money, so they didn't, right? The players. Yeah, the players did, yeah. Over on the other side of the country, Gina Reinhardt was last week nominated as Western Australian of the Year and was celebrated and fated in local media for that accolade. How How is the country... How is there that big a gap between the perception of a person? Yeah. How can one part of the world think they're the West Australian of the year and another part of the world think they're... We can't be seen We, we this can't person. even take their check that's so apparent. Like yeah. How, where
1: do, how do you compare? Well, that? a couple of things, and the, and the lighthearted way into this conversation for me, Hachi, and it's separate to why you raise it, but WA is not part of Australia, and that was officially done I, after, I, I after take COVID. F- I take offense at that. I reject that <laughs> Hachi, emphatically. It was their greatest and their proudest moment to officially, unofficially se- secede from Australia. So, so they've now done that. That's I'm not even trying it's to be offensive. funny. That, that's. <laughs> It's not offensive. fancy. I'd imagine WA people would be proud of that. The, but anyway, let's the get the back WA to what you are saying.
2: Economy has fueled the national agenda. Absolutely. Yeah. For the last, we are so grateful as a country to the contribution of West Australia. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to sit here and <laughs> oh! let you throw grenades. I'm
1: not. Says the man who set up a building in uh, in the, in the Stadium in, of I'm, Perth. Yeah. I'm just interested in the differences of views. <laughs> got like you to Kalgoorlie radio station as well, and a Pinjarra one, I think. And yeah. No, no, I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And are you talking about netball Australia here, or or the state of WA? I'm not talking about neither. I'm just like no, it's an amazingly point. subjective difference of view on. No, it is. No, yeah. and I think it's a good point. It's good. Speaking of that, we had a difference of view a couple of weeks ago, and where needlessly you you somehow made it an AFL media issue when when they were slow. We may have been five minutes slower than every Nine, other media outlet. minutes slow to get yeah. their story up. Now I want to raise this, Archie, but you You conceded, which was fascinating, that that the AFL has outlet to,
2: has to act differently.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't think that's. I think that's a positive in 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 a world where everyone just goes with what they hear. And I, and I raise it, Hutch. You said the they have to be slower and more careful. No, it's just yeah. we, have to, we have to get it right. We have to get it right. And, and I don't think too many other outlets care for that at times. And you can have your views on you, that as well.
2: You, you, I think your words, not the quote you were. You've got a different level of compliance to the average everyday journalistic organisation. Yeah,
1: and 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 working, which means you can be
2: slower times on news.
1: Yeah, but we also get, un, 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 in fact, uniquely, uniquely every time you read something, unless it's an opinion, unless every time you read something on that platform, it is right, okay? And you you can take that as right. No other media outlet has that. And I raise that only honestly because what happened last week with with Caroline Wilson's reporting of the Carlton situation and the the factually incorrect situation there. And And I say that because we spoke at this time last week, we weren't aware that what Caroline had said the previous night was being shot down by Patrick Cripps and others about what happened. Now, I raise this because you felt... It was an issue when people didn't follow Tom Morris in within a matter of a split second because it was Tom Morris working on SEN. You felt that was an issue for media to, to not follow in straight away. And you, you, you made a big point about AFL Media being five minutes after everyone else. Not five minutes, 90 minutes. No, it wasn't 90 minutes. You, you said it was 90 eight minutes. 8.34 someone, someone... 7.04. Yeah. Yeah. i got the exact time codes if you need them.
2: Yep. It was 90 minutes. <laughs> so was hang, eight on, three, hang on.
1: Eight 7.04. Are you, you've actually got time codes on this all being broken. Out of the news, 7.04 p.m. <laughs> versus 8.34. All right. Okay, well let's have, so 90 minutes, not five. 90, right. just Just well, be clear. Okay, well yeah. let's have this conversation. Let's have it. Um, you you were critical of that. Okay, so AFL got it right. Eventually, I was critical. I was curious. No, you you were critical. You were critical. In long, fact, you, you were you were arrogantly besmirching the whole operation. So the next morning, no, just more specifically, you because it was your you admitted that it was your oversight and it was a long and I was in conversation a long time to ticket. All right, well yep. I'm going to put this one back on you then. This is not. Please do that. Th- this is not. This is not the two voices you're about to hear. So this is the morning after Carolyn Wilson said something that was ultimately wrong on on TV. Picked up on your radio
3: station. No, I'm assuming that's correct, right? So they don't talk about they didn't they weren't fighting that they were saying that's a fact. If that's true, mm. then that is enormously disappointing, Wisp. I know there'll be people out there going, hey, hang on a minute, What's the... they've got a whole heap of problems so going on. So we've got on that one,
1: and I'll cut back in there, part. but we, we move on again. I'm not refer. this is not about the two voices you're hearing here. Another one of those voices had just so to sing- say about, no, I haven't. This is about you. This is about you and your views on media. So another voice then said this about the coach of the club that Paddy Cripps played for.
3: What's Rossy and um, Brad Lloyd doing? what what are you doing as your as the team the administrative leaders mm. who allowing when, it you to yeah about. who when Cripper and Sam Doherty come up and say look i know yeah you know, we're imploding a bit here but it, it, we have to believe that it's true that this is what happened and
1: you know we'll find out yeah, from Carlton, if it wasn't the case at the weekend. There's more know, of that, and it, it goes on and on and on. It's consistent and then, with everyone's reaction the next morning, by the way. But yep, it's nice no, single, no, single out well, We were singled out needlessly a couple of weeks ago. Then we keep going. Same morning, this goes to where?
3: John. So your Benman has joined us. Great to have him in because it'll be an opportune time to clear Beep. some stuff up. Hello, Gary. And uh, acknowledge Beep. that we have been taken misled. for a ride. We've been misled. And wasted five minutes on Patrick Cripps and Sam Docherty that they didn't need to hear. So I apologise to both of them on the behalf of the assumption we made that when a senior journalist in this town goes with a fact, we believed it.
1: Yep. Right, I, so I back up what you've just said. So all right, I so apologise. I, I had that prepared, I wasn't necessarily going to play it all, but you made me. And I just wanted to back over. You need to get it right yourself. You know? And this is not about those voices. This is about you and your attitude a, to this. That is the
2: most ridiculous Link of two things to defend the delays on hard work at
1: your. No, no, inf- you, you relied, you relied, your station relied on the the news Damien, report of another person. Didn't check it yourself.
2: Damien, if someone goes on television to the level and respect of Caroline Wilson mm. and reports that as fact, yep. you are entitled the next morning on breakfast, like every breakfast show did, to say as exactly as Gary said. If that is true- The caveats were very good. Which is the caveat that he put upon yep. it, then this is my view. That is a role of all commentary during the day. Yep. If you hear something- Yep. Not, it's not your job to pick the phone so up let me and go check back. it. Let me go back to You the... are entitled to comment on the report. Let me go back the to commentary the- Let me go on go the back report, to the origins
1: of this conversation. The commentary of the report- yep. Was
2: that Patrick Cripps- yep. According to Caroline Wilson- yep. Had stayed away from the team. But- In the, in the next morning's breakfast morning environment, mm. you are entitled to say- we observed that. Michael Voss had his character besmirched. If that is true, if that is true. Yeah. Okay. Have you, have you finished? There was absolute couching on it. It Get was it all handled out of your system. absolutely appropriately this morning. Of your system, and I want to say something at the and end. And it was handled beyond fairly by Gary, by yep. Tim, and for that matter, yep. by every other breakfast show that talked about it. All right. You finished. the same basis.
1: Yeah, okay. So what I want to say. If other media You can't validate in ninety no, no, minutes. You, if you can't
2: validate in ninety minutes that Damien Harbick is gone you and you need to retort in this manner,
1: it's 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 childish. Are you finished? You're right? You're done? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So what if other media, as other media did, and we know, I know, other media followed Tom Morris in straight away because they just said that yep. that's right and, and washed their hands of it according to Tom Morris. What if AFL media followed Tom Morris in? And what if Tom Morris' story was wrong? What if Damien Hardwick woke up the next morning and, oh, hang on, I did resign the other day, but when... the AFL media platform would have been as responsible for that story being incorrect as Tom Morris and every, and every and, and outlets that he worked for at that point in time. That is my opinion at the time, Hutchie. That is my opinion at the time. It remains my opinion. And and if you think that was okay with what happened last week with Caroline Wilson's reporting, if you think that's okay, different. we've got different views on how no, no. on how you source your own information. No, no. We are, you are we are arguing apples and oranges no, here. No, we're not. We're one, not.
2: One is journalism, and one is reasonable commentary on things that have been reported. Right.
1: No. Jo- it goes back to journalism. Is the story right Journal- or wrong? And and it's not good enough to accept that it's right because of who said it. Caroline's mistake. Check it yourself, Hutchie. What was your first thing you were taught as a cadet? Caroline's get it yourself and get it right. Caroline's don't error. rely on other journals. Caroline's error, is unfortunate, right? And it was. And it's it more was, than
2: unfortunate. It was wrong, and Caroline apologised for it very quickly the next day. It was wrong. It was it was wrong. Hmm. It was rare. But it was wrong, and there is an earned reputation that can be reasonably assumed in Caroline's status. So there's now, and there's, now there's now
1: caveats on who says it. Well, there's you a don't, forty year, so 40 year career
2: of being a fantastic journalist. Sometimes you don't have to check your, story, now, your sources. If I was an, if you are another journalist, i.e., Sam Edmund or Tom Morris or Sam McClure or Damien Barrett, it is it is. Beholden, oh, you're throwing me in there. Yeah, yeah it's beholden yeah, upon yeah. you to check that yourself before you. Report I, I check everything, Hutchie. If you are a commentator on a on a on a show. And not a journalist. Yeah, this is not about those it, commentators. It is, it's about your attitude. You, you made it I, about I, them. No, I wanted to be made it about them. I made it is, it about you. It is it's okay. about you. It is okay. It to, is about you to reasonably assume that information to put a caveat on to say if that is true and to offer commentary. How do you on it. reckon Michael Voss is going? He's got enough problems to worry about without having. His... So under, under your model, you're like, well, no one's going to comment on this. And well, well, here we go. So you're moving how, off, the, you're moving off
1: what's th- right and wrong. Into into, into it's, it's, it's sometimes okay to be wrong. Caroline made the made the mistake. But we've we've been there. I've been there more than anybody. I have too, and we've discussed that.
2: But it's it's reasonably it, it can be reasonably assumed to pass commentary on that the next morning on any platform. Mm. I'm sorry. I don't think it is. What do you think that Gary was entitled to say? I know Let's Gary well enough. Was on television last night. We're to make our own calls on this. And Gary was very clever. He had the caveats in there. But he 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 went and got Sam to check on it. and Sam came in and reported on it an hour after a lot of people had been besmirched. Well, I think it was it was handled entirely reasonably in the circumstances with the couching of, if that is true, it's a wrong decision.
1: Oh, well, if that is and true. It, and it was oh, someone my... staying in a hotel. It wasn't well, okay. someone's if job. If Michael Voss gets sacked tonight, I mean, do you want to have those conversations? I, I, I say it's entirely differently to you. Of course you do. Of course yep. you do. But, but what you are doing is condoning it's okay to be right and wrong. It's okay to refer no, to no. certain people who, one is, who break stories. One is, one is journalism. And, and it's a race to be second, be second now. It used to be a race to be first. Now it's a race to be second. One, one is journalism mm. and one is opinion. If you are a journalist, you need to be right. When you're wrong, you've got to wear it like Caroline did. It used to be a race to be first. And now in your eyes, it's a race to be second as well. Where, where as Cal Toomey said on that night in question, when you're not first, you, you're all last. And you may as well get it right yourself.
2: Okay. So we, we've sat here this morning and we've commented on... Uh, issue one on the program was Ben Roberts-Smith. Issue two was the interview regarding Brittany Higgins. Could you be certain in your mind that you know absolutely 100% what happened in either situation? I gave opinions on, on all you of those. You gave opinions. This yeah. is my whole point. Gary and Tim were offering opinions on what Hang was God. reported on the My whole thought.
1: point is you were having a crack at a media outlet for, for daring to actually source some information itself, albeit well and truly second, third, fourth, and last, albeit. I get all that. But at least... It sourced it itself. That's opinion. That's not news. I see it differently. Your your, of
2: you do. your journalism your journalism was ninety minutes late, and you're defending that by, by
1: oh, lurching well, into. you want, you want to go down that path, and you, yeah, twelve hours late, and you and it was still wrong. Yep. Yeah. On your platform. Yep. And it, again, it was, it was opinion.
2: If that is true, this is my view. That's mm. a, that's a very. I would stand behind that any day of the week.
1: This story was wrong, Hutchie. Caroline's story was wrong. Caroline apologised. What do you want me to say? That is true. Give me your opinion on Matt Shervington replacing David Kosh as we wrap up uh, episode 19 of series eight. Well, my initial
2: reaction was that it shows you how far breakfast television has come from being a news-based platform to being an entertainment-based platform. Because if... Once upon a time, you couldn't imagine a non-journalist taking that job on. 20 years ago, you go back to Steve Liebman's day or you go back to... Yes. Carl Steffernovi, Carl who was a Lisa Wilkinson, Lisa, who we was... spoke about before. Most of the um, elite female breakfast hosts have had a base in journalism and had a... Natalie Barr, yeah, who will have, be have, have been still there. ...outstanding journalists who have, I guess, learnt the entertainment side of things. So it was really an entertainer first and news second. Um, Do you agree with it? I, th- I think he's uh, a safe, very safe bet. Very highly uh, liked, presented. They tried it on the Fridays. It had rated really well. They benchmarked it like it was a pretty considered view. Um, and then clearly, they'd said to David, "We're not going to." Like I read in the uh, commentary that he's. They, they told him what he had to be vacated by June. So it was pretty clear that seven were moving into a transition. I think he's probably a safe bet. Yep. Oh, I wonder whether Chris Brown is going to get the seat because of the the transfer. They haven't announced ten. yet what what role they got for him, but it it feels like a pretty good succession. It's delicate business. Yeah, a lot
1: of money wrapped up in it. What do you think? It's very Sydney, isn't it? it, it Matt Shervington's Sydney. Sure for me. Yeah, the way I the way I see Matt Shervington, and I yep. actually, I covered him like a lot of sports know did in the in the Sydney Olympics when he unfortunately narrowly missed, narrowly missed making the final of the the greatest event in the world, the hundred meters sprint. Um, but I, I see him as Sydney, yeah. Not not that that means anything. What, what do you think of the? Sydney? Yeah, I, I had not looked at it from the newslands. and and as you were talking, I I get it. I I like the news element to the to the seat, and I and I and I do. Um, I think sheva has got a good grasp of of news without being, you know, a news person. But if you're
2: not a journalist, you don't really have a you have, you have a reasonable grasp of news. But you don't. Yeah. Like. It's not every day that something of worldwide significance happens, and you're going to host for ten hours. But that that, that will happen at some stage
1: for him, won't it? Yeah, will, and that's what many he might be exposed. And I imagine Carl then will be coming in, and and Nine will be promoting that aspect of it. Um, all right. There you go. frosty there. Episode 19, Series 8 of The Sounding Board for DrinkWise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to DrinkWise.
0: Thanks for listening to The Sounding Board podcast with Hutchie and Damo. Tune in for questions tomorrow and to send a question to the boys, email the sounding Board at sen.com.au, follow the show on Twitter at Sounding Board EP, and like the Facebook page. It's all thanks to DrinkWise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to DrinkWise.